Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Potty Mouth of the South, and my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Actual Factual. Yes, man. Yo, we had May- Mayhem Loren on the Breakouts podcast. This is excellent. I know. This is it's wonderful. crazy, right? This is beautiful. <laughs> Come on, man. This is Mayhem, Le- like, Mayhem Loren on Breakouts. Come on, man. I-, I watch his. I watch. Um, I watch the show with Action Bronson often. Like I watch it often, and it's just he's so he's so descriptive just in how he talks in general. Like when I said to him, you know, I, I- I've never had a honey champagne sorbet. Like I-, I felt like he really wanted me to have. It. He was like, you need to go and treat yourself to that, and you know, like. I like that. I like him. He's um, my wife loves him too. She probably don't want me to say that, but she loves him too. Dope. I'm really glad we have we had him. He's um, he's got he's he's been doing a lot. Um, obviously the new show which is on YouTube now, uh, and also got the new music. So we're mm. super super happy to have him. Um, I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you, man. Wu Tang is for they, the kids. They, they can't see it. I mean, they as in the audience, but I like it. Yeah, the day in it, day in it. It's like it's Khalid's people, and the, you know the Khalid day. <laughs> They. The ops, the, yeah, ops. the ops. No, this this was this was uh, gifted to me by Wu Tang uh, brand. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Subtle flex. Here I am with my plain grey champion shirt, and you got the, the Wu Tang joint. All right. Okay. No, listen, man. This is a good episode with Mayhem Loren. I'm listen. I'm at this point where I'm just getting excited that the people we're talking to because I've always wanted to talk to these people. So um, mm. it's really exciting and um, some good food talk. Some good tips for you foodies out there. Um, people want to throw down in the kitchen. Uh, and obviously, there's a little, um, there's some carrots on, on some music, um, which I can't wait for. That Darringer Madlib album. Yeah, that's gonna be, um, that's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be an absolute problem. So, yeah, man, appreciate uh, May, appreciate Kirk. Shout out to Kirk, thank you, my man, appreciate you. Uh, but this is Mayhem Loren, Breakouts podcast. Check it out. We have Mayhem Loren, all the way across the pond. Joining us, well, it's always going to be across the pond, but now it's COVID time, so now you're virtually joining us on the Breaking Actions podcast. How are you doing, my friend? I'm seven, bro. Every everything is good. I'm glad to be here. Now we we really appreciate you. We won't take too much of your time. We're going to get straight into it. First, we want to congratulate you on your new YouTube show, the Food Show. Can you talk a bit more about that? The inspiration behind that, especially. Yeah, honestly, that with the Fridge Diving. Fridge Diving is the name of the show. Um, so my YouTube channel and basically it, it got birthed out of COVID. You know, um, plans were on hold. There was no moving around. I found myself cooking more than I do usually. And I actually started writing down recipes. I was working on a cookbook and then I had the opportunity to um, turn some of those recipes into a show and here we are, about to start season two. That's dope. That's dope. So you know when you like cook, do you? Is it just a feeling thing, or like, see, me and my wife here, we we argue a lot because like she thinks I'm lazy, especially in the kitchen. I am, but sometimes we have to write on on a on a chalkboard what we're gonna have for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday's like takeout day. Do you just go with feeling, yeah, or do you have specific days for specific foods and cuisine? Nah, just literally, literally feelings. Like I might wake up, I might want sushi. I might want Peruvian food. I might want Indian. I might want something out the water. I might want something that wants flu. You know, we it just depends. Nah, fair, fair, fair. Now, a lot of your songs 
uh, are named after food. What what's the process behind your naming conventions of your of your song? Again, is it a feeling thing? Is it something you feel in the beat or in the song, or is it a specific lyric that make you go right? I'm gonna name it after this particular food. Well, I have a list of song titles. Sometimes I think of things that I just like the way that they sound, and I have a list of song titles, and I'll do a song, and then I'll usually try to title it after, see if something fits. You know, sometimes it's not something that was necessarily on my list but a lot of times it just works out nice you know you know one thing i um when i buy your albums i always look for the food titled songs i appreciate that there's uh, um on on the buckwild album what's, uh, you had um honey champagne sorbet and i'm just like what on earth does that taste like i've, I've yet to try oh, it that's something amazing right there you, you deserve that get yourself a honey champagne sorbet <laughs> I'm gonna um, put that on my on my list of things to do when when they let us outside. Um, I want to talk about childhood though and and food when you were growing up. Like for me, West Indian background, my grandma used to make this thing called corned beef and rice. So it's like corned beef hash type thing, processed, mixed with white rice, and it was like the food of champions. What are some of your favorite meals that you had um, growing up, and um, what's the taste of nostalgia to you? I mean, I'm just fortunate to be honest. And my mother was an amazing cook and. It's probably the reason why I cook today. And she literally made all kind of things from all different regions. Her her turkey wings are unmatched. I actually used them as a recipe for one of my things of fridge diving. She used to make a lot of like fish, potatoes, string beans, um, Italian foods, shrimp palm, eggplant palm. I'm not even gonna lie, half the recipes that you see me make I stole from her. I mean, look, man, you you went to the source, innit? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you it's, it's like anything. You put your own twist on things and you change them, but for the most part, like I learned it all from her. Mm, mm. What's your What's your um, ethnic background, May? Just Just African American, you know. Not a. I, I mean, where, really where, done a, where was what? Um, so she was, your your mom and dad were born in the U.S. Yeah, they were born in the U.S. Their parents were born in the U.S. and their parents were born in the U.S. So, like, okay, you know how the story goes. We were placed yeah. here, and I haven't really done a ancestry, uh, you know, search to see exactly where I'm from. But, you know, okay, yeah, um, me and my wife are doing one of those uh, research projects, and yes, yeah, it's getting interesting. I would, uh, when you have time, I'll definitely dive into that. Pun intended. Got you. Um, talking. I want to talk about some of the legendary food spots. In, in New York. So coming up, listening to, to hip hop music, I always heard about Sylvia's in Harlem. What I'm are some of the real, other... Sy- Go ahead. No, no, Sylvia's is good. Sylvia's is fire. Sylvia's just got famous though. There's like, I don't know, another 10 places with a similar menu that are just as good or maybe one or two even a little better. But Sylvia's is fire. It's like, it's a good go-to spot. You're going to be satisfied if you went there. But mm-hmm. there's other spots like that that are just equally as good. So that was going to be my question. What are some of the other spots um, in New York? Like for someone like you, all right, put it this way. If I came to New York, I just touched down and I said, Mayhem, take me on a food tour. Like do what you do with Action Bronson and Alchemist on the show. Where are some of the spots you take me to? Yeah, I'm going to take you to Danny's House of Pizza. Danny's House of Pizza is fire. It's my favorite pizza. Those are good people and they have great food. Um, Probably go to Sybil's, Guyanese uh, spot. Okay. Um, Sib- it's attached to a spot called the Veggie Castle. The Veggie Castle is um a vegan spot, similar style of food. 
That's for um, Summit. Summit Summit's the uh, the the vegetarian among us, so he can he can get down yeah. with that. Yeah, I eat a lot. You know, I, I go back and forth with vegetarianism. Like I, I've been a vegetarian uh, a vegetarian a few different times in my life, but regardless, I eat a lot of vegetables, even when I'm not. So, you know, it's a part mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else will we eat? I mean, I don't know. Porterhouse is amazing. Porterhouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're gonna laugh, my house. My mum, my mum exposed me. She had a, a call with my wife the other day, and I like to tell my wife I'm from the bottom. You know, I do it tongue in cheek. And um, my yeah. mum was like, "Well, you know, we grew up eating porterhouse steak for Sunday breakfast, and now she's just taking the Mickey out of me like every day. Like she's like, oh, you came up eating porterhouse. You know, you're you're you're, you're well off. You know, <laughs> that's funny. Porterhouse is the name of a, a fire steakhouse there in New York. Um, Maria's banging Maria's like a high end." Seafood spot. Shout out to Michael White. I could go on forever about food. Mm-hmm. But, um, jerk chicken. Um, there's, there's a spot on Crown and Utica called Royal Cuisine. Okay. That's like a Jamaican takeout spot. Fire. You know that what sounds, I mean? That sounds um, like me. Yeah. It sounds like me. There's just so many places. Um, Blue Ribbon, the duck breast from Blue Ribbon. It's crazy. You know, there's a lot of places that I like in New York, and we we have a lot of great options. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. I need I need to get out there when COVID is done. Um, oh, over one to more Astoria Seafood. Astoria Seafood is kind of like, um, it's like half like a fish market in the back that like you could pick what you want, and they okay. cook everything for you. And then they have things that made it's a Greek spot, family owned for years, and that might be my favorite seafood ever. Like. I went there and told them, I was like, I just came from Greece, and this is still my favorite Greek seafood. Wow. Okay. All right. What's the place called? Astoria Seafood. Astoria Seafood. Summit, make a note, man. When we go out there and do our, mm. our, our podcast from New York, we're going to go and get mm. some seafood. Well, I am anyway. First time I ever went yeah. to the first time I ever went to New York ever, ever was, and I stayed in Astoria. It's a nice, it's a nice place. I like Astoria. Yeah, I like Astoria. Astoria is cool. It's real. Yeah, 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 I really enjoyed that. I really, enjoyed... yo, um, May man, what what does steamed monkfish taste like, man? Because I'm a vegetarian, right? I don't eat fish. <laughs> what? How do you make? How do you steamed make? Mon- how do you make steamed monkfish? I don't even know, cuz. I gave you the directions. You got to wrap it in banana leaves. You got to season it however you want. You have to, have to wrap it in banana leaves and you steam it. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I, yeah. I just, I don't have fish. That's the thing. I don't have fish. I'm a vegetarian that doesn't have fish. So. Got you. Yeah, nah, that, that's a real vegetarian. Bro, when, I, when I'm when i a vegetarian, when when I go that route, I don't have fish either because fish is not a vegetable. So I don't like when vegetarians try to say that, you know, they're allowed to eat fish. No, you're not. Make your mind up. Pick a side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, 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 I, I think there's a term flexitarians in it. They're the ones who are flexible with their vegetarianism, I guess. Um, the, yeah. the, the one thing I want to ask you is because... Were there any tips you could, like for me, right? For especially for me, I can cook a little bit of Indian dishes here and there, especially the one of my favorites. I, I've learned to do that since I've got married too. But could you share any tips for those who wanted to get kind of more confident in the kitchen? What, what, what would you, what would you advise on them? I mean, just experiment. Don't, don't, don't be afraid to, to mess something up. To be honest, that's part of the learning process. Like when I do something wrong in the kitchen, it's going to sound crazy. I actually get happy because I realize what I did wrong and I won't do it again. It's like, all right, we got that out the system. Like we know that doesn't work. And then you move forward. And that, that that's kind of how, um, at least how I, you know, perfect things through trial and error. Yeah. Okay. No fair, fair. When I, when I get things wrong in the kitchen, I just panic. 
I ran out, man. I ran out. I said the yeah, neighbor did it. I just ran out of the door. Nah, man. Throw it out and cook something else. Like, play with spices, play with seasonings. You know something? My brother's a chef, and something that he told me is that if you really want to know what you're working with, you need to try every seasoning that you that you cook with raw so you understand how it is um in its purest form. So it's like, I've literally tried, like, tarragon, cilantro, parsley, basil, basil, whatever. Just chew a little piece to get familiar with it and then based on that you have you have more of a, an understanding of what you're working with okay that's, i've you know what? i've never heard that but that's dope yeah it's, it sounds like um yeah f- you make food sound like a science and an art at the same time it is though it really is and you know it's the same part of the brain like like i i, I do art right like I, I used to be into graffiti a lot when i was younger and obviously i do i do music and when i cook I swear to you, it's the same part of the brain. Like, I feel the same when I'm designing a meal as I do when I'm either, like, catching a tag or writing a rhyme. It's, like, all the same. It's art and science. And, and, and so, like, to that point, when, when someone's trying to expand their kind of taste palette for food, is there kind of similarities with music, then, do you see? That people expand their taste palettes for music in, in the same way with food? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's kind of like, you know... I heard a long time ago, the more you read, the better you write. So I think it's like the more types of different foods you eat, the more your palate expands and you try to, you, you make better things. And then it's like the more music you listen to, the more varied music you listen to, the better music you make. So basically whatever it is you're doing, kind of submerge yourself in it and don't be afraid to take chances and it'll probably work out. Mm. Wow. I'm going to go, I'm going in the kitchen after this. Yeah, go in. Like I said, you mess something up, celebrate, and then order takeout. Who cares? You try. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie to you, Mayhem. My wife made, um, what did she make today? She made uh, grilled salmon um, with okay. hazel with hazelnuts, cilantro, and roast potatoes. Sounds amazing. No, it's not cilantro. It's um, celeriac. Got it. Celeriac, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I only I only found out about celeriac a few years ago. She she no. taught me about that, but it, it was it was it was good. I was listening to some. Yep. Um, I was listening to some hip hop songs. I had the craziest songs. salmon that I ever had yesterday. Not to cut you off. There's Go a ahead. spot in Queens called Vibes, V Y B Z. It's in Jamaica Queens. It's on, like, off Liberty Avenue, and that that's also one of my favorite places. It's a takeout. It's like a soul food Caribbean fusion spot, and they're like, I went in there and I went, I knew what I wanted to order, and they're like, Yo, mate, you gotta try the special, and they had a honey garlic fried salmon that blew my Oof. mind it was one of the craziest things ever i can't wait to imitate that or do my own version of that what was it honey garlic fried salmon so it was like a bread they, they breaded the salmon seasoned it breaded it and then they basted it in like a honey garlic sauce that was crazy i would never even think to cook salmon like that but it was phenomenal wow that sounds crazy. Question for you though: What was the customer service like? Because you know West Indian spots are notorious for bad customer service. Yeah, yeah. They, you know what? They, they know me in there, so I'm always treated well. But, uh, but yeah, basically, if you go to a West Indian spot that doesn't give you bad customer service, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, it's not official. And if it doesn't have the um the the party flyers on the side, it's not official. Oh, come on! You already know. <laughs> it's not official at all. You already know, man. I want to. I want to get a plate, and I want to get invited to the bash after. Yeah. 
You know what? When you next time you come to London, right? We need to hook up. I'm I'm gonna um, you need to come to Harles and it's very very uh West Indian community. It's it's gentrified. It's get, it's becoming more gentrified. But I think you I think you'd enjoy it right there. And you'd fit right in. God, yo, London's one of my favorite places. I used to spend a lot of time in London. To be honest, man, I, I miss London. Like, yeah, London. Um, London's changing though. It's very similar to New York in terms of how it's changing. But you, you have those uh those pockets of of what I call the realness still around. Yeah, yeah, got you. Still got the realness. Let's talk about the gentrification, like in New York. One thing I I was saying to someone the other day is that it seems that when areas get gentrified, food options change like in terms of what you can get and um in terms of how much it costs like what changes have you seen in new york over the years in terms of access and cost when it comes to just buying food and, and eating out basically you know a neighborhood's changing when you see five dollar coffees pop up and sushi pop up when there's sushi in the hood it's no longer the hood and i'm not even saying that's a bad thing i'm not i'm not anti-gentrification i know things change like you know what I mean? Like everything changes. It's just it, it's just it's it's just bad when you price the people out of the community that were already there. That's the downside of it. But I mean, every neighborhood's changed. Like in, in, in New York, you know, there's there's black neighborhoods that were white neighborhoods 50 years ago, and there's Asian neighborhoods that used to be Little Italy, and it, that that happens. Things change. It's just just don't shit on the people that are there. Like that, that that's the downside of it to me, you know? Mm, mm, no, I hear you. So how much, how much is a, can you still get a chopped cheese in New York? Yeah, but I'm gonna keep it real, man. Let me tell you something. This chopped cheese hype on the internet in New York, New York, chopped cheese is cool, but it's not that special. I don't understand what made the chopped cheese so cool during the pandemic. Like it's cool. It's like, oh, you're drunk. You want to get a sandwich, get it. But it's whatever, man. The best chopped cheese in New York was from a spot called Haji's Uptown. We used to go there back in the day. We used to come from Queens to get them on the late night. It was a dude named Jose used to work there. Jose had the special seasoning behind the counter. But um, <laughs> I don't get all the chopped cheese hype, to be honest. Like It's, it's, be, it's, it's because cool. we're... It's, it's because we're outsiders. No, it's not so you. Just in general. But okay. it's like you just discovered it. Like I haven't heard about a chopped cheese for like 20 years. Like And now for some reason... They became very popular again, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get, you know, cycles. I guess you know, it's like music. You know, the old style comes back yeah. in; it rotates. Similar thing with food, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, May, uh, music, music. Let's talk about music. Um, when can we expect oh, this uh, project with Darren Jen? And how did you hook up with Madlib? First quarter, man. Me and Darren are dropping. Honestly, we're we're, we're done. Every day we're going back and forth on the cover art, making sure everything is right. Um, we're dropping very soon. I want to say Febu late February at the latest sometime in March. But the album is done. The album is amazing. The album is called Black Vladimir. That's the title. I got Gunners on the album. Conway's on the album. My brother Hologram is on the album. Flea is on the album. Camino. Of course, Brontolino was on the album. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's it's a special project. You know, every artist is supposed to think that their most recent work is their best work, but I kind of feel that's my best work right now. I really do. I, I'm you gonna know? say this. I'm gonna say this to you, not just because you're here, but I think you have such an impressive discography, and you can hear the growth. You. 
and I think every project sounds different. And what I really love about what you do is the fact that you you seem or you're not seen, but you are. You're a bigger uh, a big um, advocate for the one producer album. Yeah, you know, you know, I just do things naturally, and um, when it makes sense, it makes sense. Like you know, me and D, we did a couple songs. We didn't even know what they were for, and um, it was really Gun's idea to be honest. I went I went out to Buffalo a couple of years ago, and he was like, "Yo, y'all should." It, it was actually Gun and Conway had some legal problems at the time, and this is how long ago that was. And Westside Gun was like, "Yo." We can't really tour now, go out the country like that. You and Darren just should work on a project. Like that was literally the brain, the idea behind it. And here we are four years later and it's done now, you know? We both did a couple songs, worked on separate things. I filmed, I toured, he did whatever he did. And then we would just get up every couple months, do another song or two, do another song or two. And we did a really laid back and casual and that was it's done and it's a masterpiece. I promise okay. you. Well, I'm def- we're definitely going to support that. How did you um hook up with Madlib though? Madlib, that was just from um oh you know what through um through A Track. Okay. Because I did the um the Piatto Dioro project with Fool's Gold, and I was gonna right. I was gonna do another project with them, and he came up with the idea to do a Madlib project, and then something happened at Fool's Gold where they did a lot of restaffing or. They switched things up. Basically, things just got hectic for them over there. So he was like, yo, we're kind of rebuilding things in-house. Why don't you just do it yourself? Like, connect with Madlib and still do it. And I got up with him. I got up with Egon. And we just been working. And we got about 10 songs done. I'm trying to go to L.A. and finish that soon. But, um, yeah, shout out to my man A-Track. Always throwing the assist. No, I'm really looking forward to... um hearing you with Madlib, I, th- I love hearing guys like you and Gibbs on those style of beats. There's just something really, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's like lightning in a bottle to me. It's it's, it's the raps, it's it's the voice, it's it's like everything mixed into one, right? It's like the the instrumentation, the the lyrics and the voice is like, it's a recipe. The personalities too. Ev- yeah, yeah, and the, it's everything in one, right? Mm. And you get that, and it's 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 just quality music. So now I'm well, I'm psyched about that, bro. Yeah. Let's. Why we yeah, sticking so on music? Th- Sorry, what were you saying? Oh no, I was just agreeing with you. I'm I'm, I'm equally psyched. Yeah, no, de- definitely sticking sticking to music. You first came on my radar. Um, acknowledge greatness, the album. Wow, that was that was the beginning. Yes, yes. Talk about the of, importance. A lot, of- a lot of people don't know that that was that was the beginning. Okay, well, I know I bought the album twice from chambermusic.com. Oh my god, yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's funny, man. I, don't, I actually don't fuck with those guys, they actually did some funny business, man. But uh, okay, I'm glad you enjoyed the album. Yeah, no, I definitely did. Talk about the importance of J Love to your career and his skills as a producer. Yeah, man, Jay's like, come on, like, Jay's the homie, man. First of all, we, we were from the same area, we had mutual friends, and um. He was already doing his thing with the mixtapes. And we linked up and just knocked out a lot of music. I learned a lot working with him. And, um, yeah, that's where it all started. Acknowledge Greatness was actually going to be his solo album. And me and him were just working, doing songs. And I was, like, hosting mixtapes. And then he was like, yo, you know what, man? We're rocking together. Why don't you just jump on this? Like, he had a lot of those songs done with just him. And I kind of just got on it as an intro, you know what I mean? So there was, 
it was cool, man. Good, good times. And that's that. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to J Love. I think he's, I think he's an amazing producer that really gets mentioned. Very underrated. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, yeah. I love, I listen to a lot of his stuff. Yeah. I've got another food question though. All right. Picture this. Yeah. It's, it's the apocalypse mayhem. It's the apocalypse. I'm talking this resident evil outside, right? The, zo- the zombies are coming, right? And you've got your war cupboard, your, 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 your pantry. Okay. You've got no fresh or no organic food, just, just tins and packets, right? What's, what's your survival kit? What's the, what's the mayhem care package for the, for the apocalypse? Well, that was the food? first couple months of pandemic because I didn't know what was going on. And yo, I, Honestly, a lot of canned beans, a lot of chilies. I had um, canned salmon. I was making salmon croquette. Like so, the song is that is is no the song would have come out before. Ignore me, because I yeah, know you got the song okay, salmon croquettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I don't know what else. A lot of a lot of oatmeal creations were being made. Um, chickpeas. I love chickpeas. I literally have like I could write a book. I could I should do a coffee book with like. 50 different chickpea recipes because I, I will, you know, a lot of ways to flip that. That's, that's basically what I would do. Okay. All right. So we, we're not going to go hungry in the house of mayhem summit. Nah, nah, nah. Absolutely. This guy's a chef. He's not, anyone can cook, but a chef is different, isn't it? True. I'm going to keep it real though. I, I appreciate that you said that, but something that I always say is I'm more of a cook than a chef because you know, a chef is a professional. A chef went to school for that, and um, I don't even I, I I cook well, but I don't like to give myself the title chef because I don't think I earned it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I do my thing in the kitchen. I'm self-taught, and the results are great. Obviously, other people like it, but you know, I didn't go to culinary school. I don't, I don't have all the skills that they have, but um, you know, the la- the final question. Uh, and this is, it's just in, in terms of celebration, never a battle. But obviously over the past year, and I'm sure there'll be more, obviously COVID has put a stop to it, but versus. If there was uh, a versus celebration with you and, and with action, which of your food title tracks would you would you play? You know, pick your best five. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't even remember my food title tracks. I don't want to lie to you. Like, like. I do, I do so much stuff that oh, I get caught up. Like even with songs, like I only remember the song, the lyrics that I perform. Like you just get lost. I don't want to lie to you, you know. No, fair, fair. You, no, you, you got to do um, you got to do um, ha- uh, honey champagne sorbet just off the strength of the title alone. I can do that. And um, steak, steak with a glass of red. Pull out that one. That's a classic one. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. If you give me if you give me some titles, I could tell you which ones I would use. All right, I'm, we, we I'm do, gonna I'm yeah, gonna pull up the the mayhem you could do, catalog. You could do the brisket, the BBQ brisket. You could you could throw that in. Oh, that's a banger right there. You could you could throw that in. I think I think that'd be good. Um, I normally remember this stuff off the top of my head. It's not working for me. Was today. it Stu Rabo? Stewed Rabo? Stu Rabo. Yeah, that's you could you could throw one. that you could throw that in. Um, yeah, honey, honey champagne sorbet. Jal- jalapeno popcorn. What? That's a banger right there. Yeah, jalapeno popcorn off the strength of the title. Yeah. 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 Like it. I like it. No fair. We, we can leave it at that. We can leave it at that. That's a good five. Did we do five? That's a, 
That's a good vibe, yeah. I'm with that. But, uh, mate, man, appreciate you, uh, as always, for, for joining us. And a fun conversation, bro. Nah, I appreciate you, for real. Yeah, we, listen, stay safe, look after family. And listen, that album with Darringer, we're looking forward to that. Please, please, please finish that project with Madlib because we can't wait for that either. Um, and keep Yo, doing your I promise thing. you, let's get wrapped up soon. I spoke to me the other day, like, I'm on the job. That's what we like to hear. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day, man. Likewise. All right, peace. A big thank you to May for joining us uh, on uh, on Breaking Atoms. Yeah. Are you are you hungry? I am a little. I'm parched. I am parched, but I am a little hungry. And the thing is, I had a, I had takeout earlier. So what'd you have? I had like a calzone in it. A calzone. What's that? It's like. And now I'm gonna say I don't even I don't want to I don't want to butcher this in it. It's like food inside. It's like a pizza bread, uh, in and then this stuff, stuff uh, that cheese. Yes, and, I, I know what that is. Um, I've had that before. I didn't know. I I didn't know that's what it was called. I'm oh, I obviously forgot. I'm butchering the pronunciations. Calzone or calzone, but yeah, the calzone, man. Okay. I rocked out. I didn't want to cook. Uh, you went. You went. You went in for a weeknight, boy. Yeah, I didn't want to cook in it. <laughs> I hear you. I didn't want to cook. I didn't want to see. I made some uh, what we'd call cholle in it, which is chickpeas. What is that? Chickpeas. Chickpeas is fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but I, I didn't want to make that again in it. So okay, uh, we we just okay. that. So yeah, I but, like I like your um your 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 whole uh, takeaway setup though. Like, is it you say Saturday and Sundays takeaway? Yeah, like you know, you celebration. It used to be a Thursday thing, innit? it? But then like, <laughs> it's a, but now it's every day. <laughs> Take it as that every day. Do you do you remember when we used to have our like our initial meetings in the food joints like Nando's and Vapiano? Like, it seems so long ago in that. It's 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 a long distant memory, and it will yeah. continue to be, given uh, what is going on currently in the United Kingdom. Uh, True that. It's not it's not going to stop anytime soon. So everyone out there, stay safe, uh, wash your ass, cover your face. And space. Yeah, make some um, make some exquisite cuisine maneuvers in your kitchen. Yes, yes. I yes. think that's what Mayhem would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Exquisite cuisine maneuvers. Listen, man, the guy, the guy's a G. The guy's a G. Yeah. So. I really, I really like him. You know, sometimes you listen to music and you enjoy the music, and the person you're not really attached to or you don't really care. He's one of those people I would just love to hang out with. He's the guy you want to have a beer with, right? If you drink. Yeah, that's it. You could just it. sit there. It's it's the same with like Stack, for example. Stack Selector, mm. for example, would be someone you could just sit have a beer with. Carl Lamar would be another one. There's people out there you just go, That's go true. just because of their energy and how they are. You could just have a beer with them, right? Or sit down have a drink, and you may not know them. Like they're, like, they're very, I guess, outgoing is probably the the word I'm looking for. Where you could put them in anywhere, and they will be able to conduct themselves in a in a manner which people find friendly and yes. you know, warm. So. People's person and that. Yeah, it's a people's person and that. So yeah, I'm man. not though. <laughs> me, I'm not a people's person. No one likes Neither me. Neither am I. No one Neither am I. Me. What? This is why we do the podcast. What yeah, we I'm... should call the podcast now is nobody likes us, bro. You know, I'm trying though. I'm trying to be um, what's the word? More. I've forgotten the word. Hold on, let's back up here. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Just trying to be. No, I'm just trying to be like just a bit more. Um, what's the word? God, why has this word left me? It's okay. It's, it's it's nighttime. I don't want to say the word palatable because I'm not trying to be palatable. You know what it is? I'm just saying saying a few more hellos, how are hellos, and how are yous, and that kind of thing. What makes you think people do not like you? Is it from the abusive messages I send you every day? No, I don't. You know what? There are people who don't like me, but I think for the most part, people are cool with me. It's, it's fine. But I do I do have some dislikable traits. 
I think I, I would I would go as far to say depending on who you are, um, people would say that about anyone. Yeah, but bro, I am who I am. I'm just I'm really just making an effort just to kind of like um, it, we live in a time, bro. Like if I think if anything, the last years taught us is that without sounding cliche, life is short, man. So I'm just trying to just trying to keep the 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 links and stuff going and check in on people and just send them a text like, hey, you good? You th- I thought of you. You know how are you? You know that's what I've been doing. So maybe I framed it wrong. I'm just just being a bit more accessible. I mean, if if people don't like you, I would say fuck them. This is what you would say. I would yes. absolutely say that that would be full hundred percent summit. There was a joke. There was a running joke for a long time at a place I worked with. How much percentage you would get of me? It would mm-hmm. never be hundred percent. But I would yeah. absolutely, I would absolutely tell you to go. F- tell them to go fuck themselves because you. Sh- it's about concentrating on the people that do like you and do care, right? As opposed to right. the people that don't, because. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like you, and sometimes there's nothing you did. It could be it could be that you had Mayhem Loren on your podcast, and now they don't like you. This is true, but you know what, bro? The bigger picture is this, man. We are who we are, and um, you know we move, as we, as we've been saying to each other in in the in the group chat. We move. You are who you are. When you got here, is that what you're trying to say to me? Are you, are no, quite a Jay Z lyric to me. No, not at all. No, I I actually know how to construct sentences without hove references. I, I need Hove references to complete my life. See what I mean? See what I mean? Just let you know, Joe Budden saw yeah. something from a, a, a podcast today. Just let you know that. I saw that. I saw that. Shout out to um to Joe Budden. He'll never hear this. But um yeah, appreciate it. You, you would have thought that. You would have thought that when we did that Carla Ma interview, wouldn't you? Um, ah, see, you didn't think that he would see it, did he? No, I know he'll see it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, his, yeah, he'll see it. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, uh-huh. we move, we move. It's Come good, on, man. man. It's good. It's good. It's good. I, I, I saw. It, I said, like, oh, that's dope. That's dope. Okay. We move. We move. All right. Anyway, um, as always, you can follow us on social at Break the Atoms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Chris's uh, personal is I am Kinetic. Mine's is at Hip Hop Chronicle. We appreciate all the love, the support, uh, all the feedback online. Um, appreciate everyone who's listened to past episodes, catching up, binging. We appreciate each and every one of you from across the world. We'll be back with more. We ain't stopping. It's just a new year. It's take not that, new year, new. It's take not, that, take that. Yeah, it's not new year, new us. It's just Can't new stop. year. Won't stop. Same. Yeah, Same. Man, this is victory. This is victory. Like Michael Jackson. Ta-da. Yeah. This is this is uh, this is um, Puffy on victory intro. This is 2021. I was watching one of his videos the other day. Not not to keep this thing going, but his videos were very extra, you know. Very extra. Like he'd stop the video, do a whole film, and then go back to the tune, bruv. It was very extra. Like what was he doing in the desert in a full suit, bro? In the desert. But Puffy's Puffy he wants to do what he wants. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Yeah. Still can't he still can't dance and he can dance at the same time. <laughs> you see what money does? <laughs> Money can do everything, right? Oh, dear. All right. Well, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, until next time. Peace. peace.